0: Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? Now for the drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 939 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial
1: fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at
0: thefitnessmarket.com. Now, here's Mark Ennis and Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back
1: into the drive here on 93.9 The Villa Mark Ennis Dave Skull. One thing I did want to quickly kind of circle back to that Damien made reference to uh, and that is the Adam Zagoria piece uh, in which he uh, talked about uh, or talked with Purvis Ellison and in particular about DJ Wagner and Aaron Bradshaw in which both players said, no, seriously, we totally considered Louisville. And Kenny Payne, quote-unquote, will turn it around. Here's what the article says. Uh, for a while after Kenny Payne was hired at Louisville – hey, this is Adam Zagoria uh, – head coach uh, last spring, the, na- uh, the narrative in recruiting circles was that Wagner, the number one prospect in 23, would follow him there. Maybe his Camden High School teammate Aaron Bradshaw uh, would join the Cardinals too. Those voices grew louder after Payne named his former teammate Milt Wagner, DJ's grandfather as director of player development and alumni relations. In November, Wagner committed to Kentucky joining Bradshaw and completing Cal's number one recruiting class, yet – Former Louisville uh, star Purvis Allison said the Camden duo gave Louisville serious consideration. Oh, absolutely, Allison, the number one overall pick in the 89 NBA draft. Said Saturday when Camden edged uh, Imhotep Charter, uh, thanks to Wagner scoring 18 of his game-best 22 in the second half. Quote, I think it was a tough decision for both those guys, but in the end, I think they made the right decisions for what they were looking for individually, but there's no question that Coach Payne is going to always be in line to get top recruits and then he also says, Coach Payne said it's going to be a process, and it is but I got all the confidence in the world in Coach Payne, so that's uh, Purvis Ellison, and I gotta tell you Dave, I don't care about that at all, No, uh, like like I, I, here's, here's something I desperately desperately need to be in my past, and in all of our collective past. the sooner the better do not want one more pat on the head for the rest of no. my life for Louisville basketball. And I'm talking Jeff Capel saying this team reminds me of the team a year ago. He's for sure going to get blah, 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 blah. I don't, I don't want to hear it from anyone else, especially Purvis, who could have helped a little bit. <laughs> a tiny bit. Uh, I just – I don't – and look, this – Between the nonsense Jerry Eve says, pays to say every day, uh, and and these things like this, there's a – in an odd – kind of a way that i hate to see like a lot of former players kind of burning through a lot of goodwill they don't have to for this and yeah. we're gonna we're gonna get to a point where people are gonna be like i i literally don't want to hear from former players who won national championships here like this is a terrible place to be right now
2: it's not great and and the head and like I, I mentioned this earlier in the year where man I, I, it was really a feel-good moment the kenny Payne presser and it was great to see some guys that we hadn't seen before and, like, yeah, we're happy that Purvis was was back around once, you know. But it's like, man, at the end of the day, Purvis, does he care in five years? Is he going to care about Louisville basketball anymore? He didn't for, like, 25, you know, like 30, like, whatever. Like, 30 years between – Coming to campus and, you know, I just – it's a drive-by thing almost with him. And I'm not saying that's like that with all the alumni. It's not. A lot of them live in town and they live and die with this program. But I just – I don't care about the headpats. And, like, he'll get it going. Like, if you don't have anything constructive to say, like, I don't need to be in the final 12 of a bunch of recruits. I don't really care about that. You know, like, I don't need to be mentioned. Like, oh, he mentioned Louisville, you know. He scheduled a visit and then backed out, but, you know, he was in the final eight. I'm like, all right, you know. The, the head pats, like... How many cable. points do we get for that? Exactly. Like, do we get to... Does he going to play five games for us? When, can we choose the five? <laughs> you know? Or only, like, a few minutes in game? Right? Like, right? like just, I don't care about the, the head pats. We've talked about this. Like, I don't care... About what Jeff Capel thinks about this program, I don't care about what John Calipari thinks. His personal because everybody likes Kenny, you know they don't. They're not going to tell you how he's going to do it because they don't know, you know. Like it, Purvis doesn't know. He's his buddy. He says he'll always be in line for top recruits. Will he? Well, you've got two of them. You've can got have two one? of them that aren't coming here. Right. You know, like, and that's fine. Like, it's not really your responsibility to funnel recruits to Louisville for Kenny Payne. But the whole point is we're not sure he can do any of that in the current climate. Those two years he spent away from from college ball were as transformative as any two years in college basketball history as far as roster construction and recruiting goes. It went from the AAU system, which quite frankly all of his friends were Nike anyway, But the way he understood recruiting changed overnight, and he spent those two years in the NBA. That's fine. You should be able to adjust pretty quickly, but NIL and the transfer portal are everything now. They're everything. And if that's not the system that you are familiar with and all of your old friends are Nike friends and you are at an Adidas school, I don't know where you fit in 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 the current landscape. And you better be able to adapt you know, and and I'm not saying that he won't be able to do that, but I don't need people telling me it's definitely going to happen, like Purvis saying he's definitely okay. always going to be in line for the top recruits. Because you don't know that, and there's no real evidence yet that that's the truth.
1: I would it have killed him? This, you tell me if I'm unrealistic here. I know he's an AAU coach, whatever. Would it have killed them to just slide in? a, I wish they would have gone to Louisville. Like, can we can we get that from Herb Allen? Right. You know, like the just something. Yeah, that would have been nice. And I'm even not blaming if, even him. If of, not blaming him.
2: Even if you say out of both sides of your mouth, you're like, "Hey, I'm happy for them. They made a great choice for them." Because you don't want to like criticize the kids that are in your AAU program. Just say, right? right. Like in Kentucky's, like objectively, a great choice for them. But secretly, I would have loved for them to go to Louisville
1: to say that <laughs> oh man but he, here's here's okay i'm gonna i'm gonna give free advice if you are someone who is in like the heart like you want to be i think i'm like a silent advocate for kenny and here's what i mean like i don't try to tell you that anything that's bad is actually good and those people are out there jerry eves is like the patron saint have said people like they're out there uh, Marcus is, is like that a lot. I think Bob sometimes. They're out. We know who those people are, right?
2: By the way, I don't mean – I'm not going to derail the show or anything, but I felt really bad when I sat down in front of the microphone today, Mark, because somebody tried to text Bob today. Oh, yeah. And text he texted the, number. the 93.9 number, and it was a novel. It was Ooh. so long. Like I urge you to go back <laughs> and look
1: at it because it was – like if you got that from your girlfriend, you'd be like, "Oh, we're breaking uh, up." Yeah, we, we're done.
2: Right? <laughs> we're, yeah. We broke up, or or she's pregnant.
1: Uh, <laughs> there was, might not be a worse feeling in the world than like you open up messages, and it fills up the visible screen. <laughs> yeah. And you know you're gonna have to scroll or click on and do that thing that expands it even expands further. It, yeah. Nightmare. Like this one, if you
2: you know how you know how about how big the screen is here, you would have had to scroll down like three times to read the whole thing. And a lot of it, it was very nuanced and like complimentary of Bob, but also like stating his reasons why he disagreed with him this time and was very detailed. And I was like, man, I feel so bad because you spent so much time typing this to the wrong text line. Ugh.
1: That is unfortunate. Sucks, um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail you. That's man. OK. I want to, to just to go back to the sentence like I have no doubt he'll get it. He'll get it turned around. If you want to be an advocate for Kenny, this far into year one, 20 games into the first year, it's the worst basketball any of us have ever seen by Louisville. Advocate for Kenny all you want. In fact, I wish there there was more substantive ways that we could advocate for Kenny. Uh, because I think we did a lot of that for Scott. It was like, the, uh, apart from kind of the emotional appeals, there were objective things you could kind of say, hey, what about this? What about this? What about this? And and, and we could have kind of some debates back and forth. If you want to help Kenny in people's minds, just like blandly saying I'm sure he'll get it turned around or the the Simpsons meme like say the line say the line <laughs> Kenny Payne is the right man for the job you know like we that that is insufficient you are not helping him it is that is no different than when you as a parent pull rank and just say because I said so that's what you're doing when you do that. So, yeah. like, that, is, that doesn't help at all. Purvis, you're not helping. Jerry Eves, you're not helping. If you're just like, because I said so, I'm sure he'll you get know it turned ball, around. Mark. Yeah, yeah you you don't, don't, right. It's, there's like an air of that to it. And, like, I, I, it's weird. You know what you never hear, Dave? You never hear someone say, you don't know ball about somebody who's happy. <laughs> right. Right? Like, fans. That agrees are, with them. Yeah. That's exactly right. Fans are totally trustworthy when they're cheering, and their discernment, perfect, when they're cheering no one ever wonders do these people really understand what we just did now they're cheering it's fine but when they're not happy now we're all dumb yep i just
2: in 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 my whole point i don't like i like kenny I, i wouldn't even call myself an advocate though because my i just my my bottom line is if you ask me because we're saying like what are the indications like if you ask me straight up do I see any indication that Kenny Payne is the right man for the job? I've been clear that my answer is no. Not to say that he's can't have like that he doesn't have time to change that and he doesn't maybe have another uh, phase or step forward, but like right now there's nobody that can tell look you in the face and say hey, these are the reasons why
1: well the the time for saying, "Trust me, he's the guy is over. was yeah. was July. Yeah, was August. Yeah. Now that we have seen a lot of play, your assurances need to have more to them. They need to say something. They can't just say, "Trust me on this." because now you've got to explain what we've already seen so far. Now, if you want to make them eighty one, fifty, ninety three nine, let's have it. Like, I'm here for that. I would like more of it. Yeah, i will shut you but down. The, like, I'd love the, to hear you say that. Right. Yeah. The, but the place for just saying, hey, just you're just going to have to trust me. Ah, come on. He'll get a turnaround. He's fine. No, no, man. You're not taking account of what we've seen so far. And yeah. the The place for just sort of blanket assurances, no one's going to accept that uh, anymore. Let's uh, get back to the phones here. Eric is up next here. Eric, welcome into the drive when I turn the ball. What's up?
2: I think, Eric. It might be, I think it might be Jeff. Okay. How about Jeff?
3: Yes, how's it
1: going? There uh, he is. Hey, bud.
3: Hey, I uh, got a couple comments. Uh, one, uh, I think they've got this uh, buyout in these contracts totally backwards. Uh, to me, you you should earn your buyouts uh, by performance. You know, you take a coach who's won twenty plus games over ten years. You know his, yeah, his buyout should go up. But they start these contracts out and these coaches where the buyout is so lucrative at the beginning, and then, then you're in a bad spot when they don't perform. So I think they got it backwards on that. And uh, my other point is uh, when uh, those out there who say, you know, it's not Kenny's fault with this bad record, well, when teams don't perform, they fire coaches, not players. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, it's not – Mike Begeese's fault. It's not Chris Mike. It's not the the uh, NCAA sanctions. It's on the head coach to perform. And that's uh, that's all I had.
1: I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate uh, the call. As far as uh, coaching contracts and buyouts, uh, I gosh, I've always wondered a what would it take to get a. Coach, like a good coach that you want to agree to a contract in which he can be fired for cause for sucking. Right. Because that is, I think is the thing that drives everyone nuts. Like on the one hand, you can't get fired just for losing games, but it's like the job to not lose games. And that is somehow the one weird thing that, that is like exempt from being fired for cause. And I do wonder if there's ever going to be some sort of philosophical or legal or whatever shift in terms of contracts and buyouts to where, like, you can fire someone if it's just way, way, way worse than anyone could have imagined, and and you get out from under that. Like non-performance,
2: how come non-performance isn't? Right. For cause, right? Instead, like that's, instead that's the it's question.
1: like remember Dave Chappelle saying, "Like I don't, I get paid for the attempt, you know." Right, right. He said, right. For for a bad comedy show, like I get it, uh, I get that. I don't know what, it, but until everyone structures their contracts that way, like if you're the school that's like, no, we can fire you for cause if you don't win, you're just never going to get anybody good.
2: No, and you're always going to have <laughs> look. Everybody's going to have a buyout. They're going to have a contract buyout, and unless you get fired for cause, that's just how Division One football and basketball and and every sport really contracts work Um, there's protections for the coaches just like there's protections usually for the school unless you're Tom Jurch signing Bobby Petrino
1: yeah Uh, God bless him Tom he lost he lost that negotiation with Bobby to himself (laughs)
2: like nobody you are literally not competing with anybody doesn't make any sense whatsoever
1: by the way out of all of this I did want to just sort of show my personal totally personal side here i love that ryan beard gets to be the head coach there and he is such a wonderful guy like i am a giant fan of him i'm so glad he got that and he really kind of got into coaching with a leg up uh, but oh, for sure i don't care like i recognize inequalities in coaching and that sort of thing but i know ryan really well and i think he's just a great dude and i think he knew exactly what he was signing up for by marrying into that family and yeah. he still has not uh, changed in the least and i'm i'm rooting for him out uh, of all he he is the silver lining out of all of that did he get me. the
2: did they give him the head coaching job in Missouri State? he is the head
1: coach yep wow yeah that's i think his nice. first on field coaching job was here in 2018 it was it was he was the outside State
2: linebackers coach um that's amazing it's that's it i didn't know that he had gotten hired as the head coach yeah Man.
1: Let's get to Rod and Beard. In here. If you want to follow Rod, eighty-one fifty ninety-three nine. Rod, welcome to the drive. What's up, bud?
4: Hey guys, appreciate you taking my hey call. Uh, yeah. Real quick, um, I know what at least I think I know what KP is trying to do offensively. At least it looks like um, looks like he's trying to have a guy in open space um, with ISO play and just try to get his guys to make a play to get to the rim. Um, at least that's what I think by watching. Um, with that, you know, over the past however many years, you know, Cal's been at U.K., you know, Louisville fans have taken jabs or kind of teased, you know, U.K. fans for, you know, their style of play, watching Cal play because they just basically, you know, we've, all, we've kind of always said, oh, you all just rely on the uh, – you know, Roll how the ball out. The yeah, real quick. Yeah. Anyways, long story short, if we recognize that this is KP's style of play and our lack of big men have – haven't really gotten any better during the style. Our guards are our best players. I'm not trying to, you know, be a hater here. I'm just curious what you guys think. What can be steered or what about any of this year has shown you that we can turn this around? And uh, I'll hang up and listen to you guys talk. Thanks.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. No, look, you're – Rod, you're capturing the same – you're rewording or restating or asking it in the form of a question. The same observation a lot of people are making, sure. and it's it's the biggest problem. It's the remember the uh, there's a cancer on your presidency is is what uh, very famously was told to Nixon early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the cancer on Kenny's tenure as the head coach right now is that none of us can objectively point to the thing he brings to the table, and we we expected it we we expected him to be able to recruit to his person until there was an actual product to sell, and that we were all, I think, kind of prepared for it maybe to look a little ragged in terms of uh, X's and O's, knowing there isn't a Cal assistant alive who has a great X's and O's reputation, but that Kenny was going to be uh, kind of a CEO type. That he was going to be a, uh, a, a Dabo type in terms of like sort of being a, the chief relator and motivator, uh, and that, it, that that was a, a, a special skill of his, that he not only was not bad at it, but was very good at the motivational and relational part. And we heard a lot of that from a lot of people and recruiting. And that I think we were all kind of counting on there being, no matter what the results were going to look like in terms of on the floor, there being. Daily, these reminders that that people believe in him and people will want to play for him, and that whatever we have to sort of trudge through this year, we'll wipe it off of our shoes and it'll be fine after after this year. And then none of that has has showed up. The the, the recruiting hasn't played out anywhere close uh, to what the the expectation was from everyone and this is where i I think sometimes marcus gets a gets beat on uh, a little bit and it's not fair or or some others guys i know that they were pretty optimistic about recruiting under kenny and that's fine but everyone was the Travis Branhams and and Jerry Tipton the, the on oh, 3 Tipton guy not that Jerry Tipton All, like everyone said this everybody nationally right literally right. everybody everyone every and analyst and every writer every way. coach but the the fact is Rod the, for your question right now the number one problem Kenny has is that there is not an answer and it's the like if he would like literally like just start now from here to the end of the year he could at least lay some track on something but it look it's gonna be really hard for josh Hurd to turn around and ask people to come off of their wallets when the answer to the question right now is nothing and so kenny's really got to be i think persuasive by between now and the end of the year for why he should get to just augment this instead of having to flush the whole thing. Let's get to. Well, uh, I mean, just to talk ahead. about what Rod
2: was 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 referring to as well, like and and what you're talking about, like the things that we hired him for, were recruiting and player development and everything. Not necessarily his X's and O's, because when you look at Calipari, this was kind of what Rob was getting at. Like we've been making fun of him for years, or at least kind of chiding. Obviously, he's been kicking our ass, but kind of going, you know, he doesn't even coach. You know, he just rolls the ball out. He has an ugly system, you know, system, whatever the system might be. Uh, and and even last year when we are you know, mo- more analysts kind of pointed towards this last couple of years, we were like, no, he's playing an antiquated style of basketball. Uh, and he's not changing his system with the times. Uh, and and he's really not a next-to-nose guru. I think he does a good job teaching his kids how to play defense together. It's a little bit more than just rolling the ball out there, but offensively it's rudimentary. That's where Kenny Payne did most of his time as a as a college assistant. So it's it's understandable for people to yeah. look at it and say, "Why do we expect anything else?" Now we realize uh, that we had no, we had no, no, Sean no, no. no, we had Sean Vassell and, and and he was you know like look Kenny Payne does a lot different thing a lot different. I'm not saying it's right, Mark. I'm saying that that's where people are getting it from. And Sean Vassell said, you know, look, he does different things he has other influences you know his time in the nba and his time in oregon like he's he's more he doesn't just do the dribble drive or whatever um we haven't seen much of it this year i'll trust sean Vassell that that's something that he's trying to do we just haven't seen a whole lot of it but that's where a lot of like that that comes from you know we weren't expecting much early on but but a lot of people were looking at his his background and saying i don't know you are expecting anything at all if he can't get the players it's just calipari system without the talent
1: Texture says so what you're saying is trust me ryan beard will do a good job yes that's super funny uh yes. no, i don't know if ryan's gonna do a good job or not i have no idea i'm telling you i just this is how i think it should go all right i'm going to emulate i'm going to embody for you what i would love to hear and see from former players who are Kenny's supporters and his friends. I don't know if Ryan's good or not, but I really like him, and so I hope he's successful. <laughs> I have no idea if he's going to be good or not. And I'm not going to, if they're 0-9, I'm not going to be like, ah, trust me, he'll be fine. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. Alright, let's get back trust guys me, to the everything, funds. Man. Everything will be fine. Trust me, it will be fine. Let's get uh, Brian in here. Brian, welcome into the drive. I What's up?
5: Hey, thanks for taking my call. I got two points. Um, yeah. One, when you think about what You know, when coaching influences the game, you think about decision-making, that comes in on passing the ball, how many assists we have, how well we play defense, how how well we communicate, and all the things that when you you look to see, when you look at a a well-coached team, we just do not, we're not excelling in any of those categories. Uh, Number one, so I'll mention your comments on that. And then number two, I think Nolan Smith is like the canary in the coal mine. If he says, I'm out after this year. What does that say about internally the the I guess the hope for the program? Take take my answer off the air.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. If if assistants were to leave, well, I mean, Dave, I, don't, I mean, I don't know that people are going to necessarily take assistants leaving as a as a bad sign because I think a lot of people would see that as. Well, if you're not going to make a change of head coach, then addressing the staff would be an issue. If you get the sense that like Kenny Payne didn't want them to leave and they're leaving, like getting out of the the uh, the posse, so to speak, like I, yeah, that would be a bad thing. But I, that's the th- that's kind of the double-edged sword here for Ken- like if coaches leave, I don't know that anyone's going to be able to set. No one, there's nothing that people are like, no, we can't lose that. Outside of like Mike James. <laughs> Is there anything people are like? No, not that.
2: I'm really attached to a core four already.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: I mean, honestly, I think that's been one of the things. But we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. But I think a lot of people have looked at this assistant coaching staff and said, "Man, what is going on?" Because there's no, we can't quantify what everybody does. We don't know what everybody does behind the scenes, and who's. We assume everybody has their own, you know their scouts and everything like that, but it's not readily apparent, like everything that Nolan Smith brings to the bench. So I don't think, like, if, if the season's... If we're 2-29 and, and they're not going to make a head coaching change, I don't think anybody's going to throw their hands up. Like, it's it would be really sad to see like the you know Nolan Smith whose dad means so much this university and it was really special to see him get hired in and come back here to where his dad played and and him and his sister talked about how cool it was here and it was awesome to see his you know his young family come back in town but if they were twenty nine, I don't think and you're not gonna fire Kenny Payne and we're gonna bring Kenny Payne back next year I don't think anybody's gonna have to throw their hands up at whatever coaching changes you make to the staff they might, We might think it's unfortunate and it sucks that it didn't work out, but if that's your choice, that we're coming back with Kenny like, Payne, I'm sure there's going to be some kind of a, well, you got to change how you're doing things, and that might mean some staff changes. I don't necessarily think Nolan Smith will be the first one they would look at, uh, but I would think a lot of stuff would be on the
1: table. Let's get back to the phones. You guys are keeping them full uh, today. Let's get Kevin in here. Kevin, welcome into the driver's off. What's up, bud?
0: Afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, bud. Another another fun call-in show. I'm the one you who know uh, convince my mom to uh, listen to you all on the iHeartRadio app. Okay. And uh, I uh, it's it, it's it's I've got just a few things. You can always tell the the program's either doing really well or really poorly depending on how long people are willing to wait online on hold.
6: <laughs> yeah.
0: And a call-in show. Um, number two, when I anytime I like when I'm watching the games and I'm like oh, I'm just gonna turn it off. what was gonna lose. I'm just at this at this point. I'm just kind of throwing my hands up there. Like I've never seen this bad of basketball in my. I'm 38 years old. My you know my dad. God rest his soul. If he was still alive, he would be like 72. But he would get that old man energy to rip the, the television off his wall. And throw it like through through the back window, watching this team because diehard Wolf fans took me to all the games when I was a kid. Um, when I when I watch these games, I get I don't even it's kind of like, mm, am I going to get upset or am I just resigned? To where like when I'm watching like a Jeff like if the the women lose and he and Jeff's like you know I just don't know what to say, I he gets a pass, he'll get a pass for the for the rest of his time he's here because of what he's done and I don't get upset when they lose I'm like okay you know he's I mean it, you know it sucks they lost but look what he's done and you know you all were talking about Kenny's you know coaching when he was at UK and I understand that uh you know they're not having the best of season but he you know the other coach did go out and he challenged his guys and they've won a few games our guys, like he goes out and challenges them, and they're just like, ah, oh, let's, you know what? Let's get down by 30, but we'll get back within 15. Uh, yeah, we fought back. No, I mean, yeah, other than Mike James, what do you bring back? What do you, I mean, I see nothing positive whatsoever.
1: I right, Listen, I appreciate uh, the call there very much.
0: I don't either. I mean, right now,
1: my, I, I totally think Mike James, uh, if anything, we're going to sweat Mike James this offseason. Probably. Uh, you know, in terms of being able to, to hold on to him, either through a coaching change or, or through, you know, staff upheaval uh, and such. But, you know, just to reiterate there, uh, L, like, you can't really, unfortunately, I think for Kenny, you can't with a straight face, like, just really – Insist that you're building something when you haven't been able to really stack a brick upon another one yet, and and I don't know how many plays he really has left between now and the end of the year uh, to 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 give us something, you know, substantial to really go on. Uh, but Jalen Withers still gets the ball stolen by the ghost man on second like a lot and it's we're years into this and we're we're 20 games into it this year yeah you know that sort of thing is infuriating and the incongruity of all of this you know of saying hey we're we're laying the groundwork and I know we're not going to win any, very many games this year, but we're we're laying a, a groundwork with a with a culture. We have the long term in mind here. But then, all manner of play that would have gotten you into like witness protection under rig, for instance, is tolerated, no problem. Like I think the thing that drives me nuts about say Jalen Withers stepping out of bounds like it's uh, an achievement. Or, like, something's got to scratch off in every game. The bingo you know, card, man. You got to right. like step out of balance, crazy. Yeah. I crazy. I don't know if it's delineated enough in terms of your stats to be able to say – how many times it's happened but i would be stunned if there's another team that has just stepped out of bounds more than louisville has uh this year you know the fact that, like none of this stuff becomes a part of louisville's past and jalen withers like there was a possession in the second half of the game where jalen withers just kind of casually sort of shook his body a little bit to to make a guy slow down got past him no one in front of him and just dribbled it out of bounds jalen didn't do any? He didn't look up at anyone, didn't talk to anyone, and certainly did not fear that he was about to get his ass yanked out of the game. And the fact is, none of them do. Not one of them seems to play with such an urgency. Like, oh crap, I messed that up. Like, not one of them. And it's, you know, I made this this comment late uh, last week, and it was there were some objections to it but I'm sticking with it you're down 30 to a not good Notre Dame team who's like yucking it up and they're having fun and there hasn't been one frustration foul from anyone <laughs> there has Louisville has not been called for a, a playground foul
2: I I do laugh at the fact that you're just like you are calling for a cheap shot <laughs> i'm not
1: calling for a cheap <laughs> shot but 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 what it feels like a cheap shot is the sort of thing you would see from a team that is frustrated but cares yeah and that never one you can't one time accidentally miss the ball and hit someone in the face <laughs> just once what? somewhere one time you can't two piece of dude just once just to let folks know that you can be so mad about what's happening that you lose focus and lose control because here's the thing that frustrates me about the, like that is I did have one person who I think thoughtfully so if you're listening I, I want you to know I read your tweets I, th- I think you gave a, a reasoned response that people would immediately crush them for being undisciplined and, and thugs and stuff like that and I, I get that I, I, I don't want them to go like actively seeking I'm saying it's consistent with the sort of thing that happens when a team is underachieving but cares, and I'm. that's why it bothers me. Not that I want them to become a dirty team. I don't. I don't want him to put somebody in to go hurt somebody or anything. I don't want any of that, but the, I think what is infuriating to folks is that no one comes out for a mistake immediately. Yeah. No one really seems to lose even a lineup spot for, for – what appear to be very preventable mistakes that sort of like all of this just sort of feels like does anyone is anyone outraged as outraged as me at what i'm seeing and a or, lot of times when you watch games it doesn't feel like it. or continuously send out a guy
2: who's out of shape you know what i mean like it's mm. it's how come is nobody worth uh, uh, sending a message with yeah like i understand that the other options aren't that good but there has to be the bench has to be a, a useful tool you need to be willing to sit somebody's I ass down. I did say down. it was
1: uh, a, the, one of the best teachers. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's get uh, back to the phones here. Plumber Chuck, welcome into the drive. What's up, buddy?
6: What's going on, guys? Hey, bud. Another another fanta- fantastic Monday. Uh, <laughs> first, first thing we need to first thing we need to do, and I really mean this, is uh, give props to the folks out at L N Federal Credit Bureau. Yeah. Uh, taking over the sponsorship of the stadium. But uh, kind of for me, uh, being a balloonist, uh, we have a derby event here, come before derby, and they are our title sponsors. Yes. So they've taken over oh, the balloon go. rate. So I would uh, love to give them props for doing that. And that helps us balloonists out uh, fly those pretty balloons that you'll see out. Week before Derby,
2: Chuck. I didn't know you were a second balloonist, thing, man. man. I didn't. We didn't. I didn't even know that about yeah, you. Never you. known that. All I yes, knew sir. was you're a plumber.
6: Yes, I. Yes, I am. I'm the first uh, plumber here in the city of Louisville to win a balloon race. So yeah, there you I go.
2: Have, That's so, awesome, man. Well done.
6: Appreciate that. Uh, second thing y'all were talking about was uh, team being angry. No, John, Sally, or uh, Scott Hastings ain't worth Walking through that door to punch somebody <laughs> on the way up for a layup. <laughs> I don't see any, any like leadership where they huddle up and say, come on guys, let's get it together or anything like that. There's no, there's no emotion when I watch them on TV. And as far as Kenny Payne, uh, I'm going to give you an example that he's been a head coach. And I know this is KP's first time around, but I'm going to go with my buddy, uh, The coach, the uh, Toronto Raptors' Dwayne Casey. He got him to the finals, and now he's on a Detroit team that uh, is just a rebuilding team year after year. He hadn't forgot the coach. It's just the players around him. I'm going to give KP another year, and I think it's going to take more than one year, and I'm kind of like Bob, wait and watch the cake bake, but Mm -hmm. I knew this year was going to be tough. But it's all going to come down to next year to see how I many wins they do, and seeing uh, people bringing in here and see who you can get to play. So I'll hang up and listen. I know you got a bank full of calls, so y'all have a great week.
1: Appreciate the call, Plumber.
2: Should ask him which balloons his, you know, because he always yeah, no kidding. Watch him in the in April when that comes around. Texture says uh, O for the women gets cares text like. You can't stop. Like, Olivia has been spiraling towards a massive technical. Like, she's been involved mm-hmm. in a couple of different altercations uh, in the last couple of games, but she's, listen, that's the type of player you want. Like, she is all passion, you know, and like, just like Mikasa, like, all hustle. And I don't like to make a lot of comparisons between the, the teams, you know, because it does a disservice usually, but. This men's team has nobody that plays like Mikasa Robinson. You know, like they they don't have anybody that plays with the intensity of uh, Olivia Cochran.
1: Well, and and we we had the caller earlier, and forgive me, caller, whoever it was uh, that called in earlier, that said like, you know, Jeff Walls has earned and built up, you know, a certain amount of good credibility yeah. uh, with people. If you'd like a good example of that, yesterday. Louisville's like Louisville's a tournament team right now, but look, they're not having a great year. But they're like an eight seed, like right yeah, now. They're, yeah, they're in the field, but they're not going to be a team right now that people are going to talk about as like a Final Four contender or something right now, uh, until they start beating some of the better teams on the schedule in the ACC. And they have start North Carolina
2: coming up on Sunday, stringing something the-
1: together. Yesterday at Syracuse, a game in which Louisville fell behind uh, after going back and forth for three quarters or so. Jeff Walls clearly got pissed off in that game and got pissed off at his team. We played the clips from him last week where he said, like, they don't listen. And so in the, the third quarter of that game, Jeff Walls sat down, crossed his legs, put his hands in his lap, and for the remainder of the third quarter, he talked to nobody. He didn't talk to any of his coaches. He didn't talk to any players at all basically saying, if you all don't want to listen, I'm not going to waste my time and energy. Or as you and I have said, I'm not going to waste the calories to even to try yeah. if you're not going to listen. And they fell way behind. And then in the fourth quarter, he takes Haley out of the game to send them a message, and they steamroll Syracuse in the second half. Absolutely steamrolled him in the fourth quarter. We've they, Sometimes you'll hear people like, y'all going to kill Jeff Walsh for this or that, you know, because we're hard on, on Kenny. No. Which, like, I can't think of two less similar situations. Well, that's because of that very thing. Like, Jeff demonstrated the ability to where if he's going to sit back and not just let them sit in the results, like, we can probably safely assume they're the problem and he's not. Or more of the problem, you know, than, than he is. And you know what? It totally worked. Kenny hasn't given us that yet to where he yeah. doesn't get the same sort of benefit of the doubt.
2: Well, he doesn't. That's that's one of the dangers when you hire a coach that doesn't have a track record that you can't look at their past and say, well, he's done it. Even if it, we hired a mid-major coach that had a track record, you could look back and say, well, he won 28 games last year with Murray State or whatever. You know what I mean? Like he, right. he, he, He's gotten to the second weekend with this mid-major team. Like, it's... He doesn't have a track record as a head coach, so we don't know for sure that he can do these things. And it's really like it's it's a it doesn't help your case when you try to draw a parallel between him and Jeff Walls when this like this like disappointing season that the women are going through, they're still a tournament team and they still like they still have a lot of stuff in front of them. That's what we consider an incredibly disappointing season for Jeff Walls. Okay, he's coming off of his fourth Final Four with four distinct different rosters. That's been one of the most, uh, you know, amazing things about his run. And he went to the last four Elite Eights. Like this is like five actually. And the this is just apples and oranges. And what you see last night is somebody, and yesterday and last week is somebody who is tweaking and trying new things. Yesterday he rolled out a starting lineup with Nyla Harris, who had her game of the year. Mikasa Robinson, who's been a part time starter anyway, and obviously a stalwart in this program, and Narika Kono, who half the games doesn't get off the bench because of just, you know, Jeff's talked about it. It's her priorities in life, and sometimes she's ready to play. Sometimes she takes like 19 hours during the semester, all that stuff. But he is willing to do these things, and he sat Haley for five straight minutes in the first half, and then the second half, near the end of the third quarter, sat her again and didn't put her back on the court and the result was like we all know Haley this team is going not going to reach its final form unless Haley is playing great basketball but she has been pressing like crazy she's been turning the ball over at an alarming rate and she's been a detriment often on the court the last couple of games and sometimes throughout the season so it did a really like it was really good for her i think to sit on the bench and watch Mikasa Robinson and Christin Carr combined for 20 assists and two turnovers 10 steals between the two of them and between them Morgan Jones and the bigs down the stretch it was suffocating classic Jeff Walls defense it was one of the finest quarters of defense this team has played this year between that and the NC State the last three quarters of the NC State game they overwhelmed Syracuse and Haley had to sit on the bench and she 's a competitor she had that scratch on her face. There was a couple of good shots of her just staring looking like she was you know kind of processing the whole thing because she's such a competitor but he's the point is he's willing to tweak and push these buttons and something worked last night you know something worked yesterday during the day, and we saw one of the best performances down the stretch of his team all year. I would love to see some like purposeful tweaks being made he wasn't afraid to take his best player who is an all-american and plant her on the bench and say you're going to watch your teammates win this game without you you're going to see what that looks like and we all know that we're not going to be the best version of this team unless Haley's playing great basketball but he's like you know what they're pretty damn good without you out there dribbling into double you know double teams and, and turning the ball over If if Jeff can use the bench as an effective tool with an All-American, and I realize he has better options behind her than Kenny has behind, like, L. Ellis or any of his other starters, nobody should be off limits. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I I think you're exactly uh, exactly right. Let's get back uh, to the phones uh, here. They are full. Let's get uh, Philly Carl. Philly Carl, welcome into the drive, buddy. What's on your mind, bud?
5: Last, that last caller has got something that most Louisville fans don't have. He has patience. And like I was telling the truth, tell look, I will explain it to you because it's like a lot of y'all don't have it. My, you know my team is Villanova. Jay we, Wright we, gave us a championship in 16, 18, and had us in the, in the 16 and 17. We now are going through what I'm going to call the rebuild. We are now 10 and 16. Kyle Neptune was an assistant coach for so many years, so it's like he got to learn how to be a head coach, even though he's been one of these so many years. And sometimes I look at the product on the floor, and I don't feel like they're giving me full energy. So I know what the Louisville fans are talking about, but it's unrealistic for the, you and everybody to feel like he shouldn't get at least three years. I mean, he, he it's going to take time, and I, I know it's going to take time because I'm used to my program being all the way sugar. Now, right now, Villanova <laughs> is – we are Ten and eleven, so I'm telling you, it's bad. So you know what I'm saying. So the last caller was right on the nose. Y'all got you gotta have patience.
1: But don't you? I mean, is is, is turn your phone now, there, Call is in this case just to sort of ask you, like the other side of this analogy that you're making. Like, do you see things that you like and are good too?
5: Here, here's the thing I, I see some nights with Louisville, I've seen things that I like, but i i like i like I've been telling Marcus and all of them I don't believe that the system and stuff he wants to run. he has the personnel that he he could run it with, so that's why I say next year he'll bring in some players that he could and you know run his system. he's do he's playing with the hand that was dealt to him, so he's trying to make, and I don't think the players that he has. Fits what he wants to do, but he's trying to make the best of a bad situation, so everybody they ready to, you know, cut his throat already know you got to give it time for him to get his players in here and, 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 and his system. Then you judge him at the end of year two. You don't judge him now. This the hand he was dealt. I
1: mean, you, but you don't think just really, you don't think like that we can't learn anything from this year, right? Like he's got to be responsible for something. Like they
5: well, could this, be better. This is the thing. When you hear when you hear Louisville people talk about they don't have they're not putting energy for it, they're not doing this, okay these would have probably been guys that he wouldn't even have recruited. These would have been guys he wouldn't have sat once he sat in their front room and talked to their mother, their parents and stuff and seen what type of work after these guys were going to bring to the table, type of energy and they they didn't have that dog in them. They probably would have never been on any of his teams. So that's what I want people to understand. You got you to this is the hand he was dealt, so you can't judge him off of this.
2: But, Phil, but he uh, keeps Carl, playing he didn't, those didn't, guys. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have to. This is the thing. Like I, I totally like. I thank I, you for the call, Carl. Appreciate I, it. Bro. I give. Uh, and congrats
1: to the Eagles, by Yeah,
2: me. yeah. I was gonna say that before he got to the line, yeah, and, uh, But <laughs> there's just not a lot of parallels there. Like he's upset about Villanova being 10 and 11, or 2 and 19. You know, <laughs> and and the and the the myth that he had to bring all these guys back. Like if he, if he didn't if he didn't see any dog in these dudes back in like if that's the truth he didn't see any dog in these guys in March and in April after he signed on he had that evaluation period he could have encouraged them to move on. I realized that he was missing out on the top tier of transfers but I'm I'm going to go I'm going to talk to my mouth's dry. There are 1000 kids in that portal and half of them probably good enough to to play for Louisville. Good enough better than what you got. Like, if you think yeah. that nobody here can play, right? Yeah. I mean, that's
1: – I'm totally willing to agree that, like, the, the, he wouldn't pick these guys, a lot of, a lot of these guys. He so did why pick did he? Some of these yeah. guys. Yeah. Well, but, but he wouldn't – maybe these aren't, like, the ideal guys he would want. But it's still, like, a coach's job to, to get the, the very best out of – what you have and and win games with what you have it's the bill walsh there is a way to win every game it's your job to find it i don't think you can say that in watching louisville like they they knew what to do and they just couldn't execute it like we're smart people and we know what that looks like it's why there was a lot of i think positive feelings oddly about the team last year is it looked at times kind of listless but at times it was like man they just sort of have limitations here but there were times where like the effort still made you feel good about what you were seeing and we're not getting that part of it and so i'm not i don't think it's right at at all to just say like none of this is telling us anything about kenny as a coach i don't think that is way too generous if you think that you shouldn't fire him Fine. I've never said they should fire him. I would understand if they did, but if they don't and they want to bring him back for, for year two and, and here's how it'll be different, cool. Let's do it, but explain it. But none of that, I think, is, is free carte blanche, free range to just say that none of this reflects on him as a coach. It can't be like that. It can't. We're, we're Louisville. We can't yeah, have you a can't, coach you who can't, you isn't can't responsible wash, for how they play.
2: I, I can't listen to somebody like I, – I, I will allow – that the talent isn't where it needs to be absolutely i totally agree but it's not talentless and i refuse to acknowledge like i refuse to accept that kenny didn't have any agency over this over this roster either like you decided to bring these guys back i understand that it would have been work to bring other dudes in in the portal but eve just because the top however many players didn't want to come here there was Sean McNeil. There were other players that expressed interest, and there were dozens, hundreds of other players that I—I I, I, they're out there, man. They're out there. There were there's so many players in the portal every year. You can't tell me you couldn't have found a dude that averaged 12 and five at Hofstra, you know, or or, or average you know 13 and, and, and eight at Grand Canyon that could have come in here and helped if you didn't want if these guys didn't have that dog in them if they weren't listening whatever you want to say like there I refuse that as well but I will allow there wasn't enough talent on this roster part of that's Kenny's fault but even with a a shortfall on the roster and pieces that don't fit together they still should be better than they are two and 19 no matter how you slice it and in like the bottom 30 of, of every objective computer measurement ranking is absurd it's crazy like and if you aren't acknowledging his role in that at all it's hard to take you seriously
1: let's uh let's take a quick break here we'll continue on with this those of you who are on hold hang in there we've had full phone lines uh start to finish here uh, today which is always encouraging you folks are not apathetic yet uh, so if you want to get in here do it on the job and i done
4: the vote